0: Uh, welcome to Book Nation. I'm Nell Coakley. I'm Chris Stevens. We were so unprepared for that. I know we were. <laughs> we were because, because like, usually oh.
1: I started and I looked at her. I'm like, nope, you take it away today. There we go.
0: <laughs> so today we have a guest that we'll be talking a little bit later mm-hmm. and she's super cool.
1: She is so adorable.
0: She's adorable. She's going to love
1: it when she hears that, by the way. Because
0: she is is 19-year-old Stephanie Strauss. Mm -hmm, From Gloucester. She's From Gloucester. And she just wrote and put together... Like, she said it was like four or five years worth of poetry.
1: Yeah. One of the reviews I read said it was 800 pages. And I was like, holy moly, that's a lot of poetry. But the book she had in here was not 800 pages. No, she's
0: she's culling. That's like
1: 800 matchbook pages, I think.
0: I thought (laughs) she was wonderful. Like, again, we've talked to her. Yeah,
1: she was great. She was really adorable she um, was
0: wonderful and she she so she will be reading some of our poetry she will share some of her brain is call is the book
1: yep she has a line in her intro that i just that i absolutely love and i i didn't i didn't mention it to her so i want to do a shout out here but when in her um, introduction to the book she tells you i am lending you my words in the hopes that you will pay it forward write something for yourself or for someone else She's way
0: mature beyond her words. I just love that. Words. Yeah. Seriously.
1: I really love that. I thought that was really beautiful. That I'm lending really you my words. Lending.
0: I'm lending them to you. Don't mm-hmm. abuse them.
1: Now, I'm a huge poetry fan. I know you are. And I can, you might, you might suspect <laughs> by the tone of Nell's that voice. That Nell is not. <laughs> that Nell is not. It's funny because but I. But I am
0: open. I see, I am you open You are open to it, yes. I am yes. open to it. I love Shel Silverstein. So do I. I love William Blake, ends. which, you know, people are always like, William Blake. Shoots
1: from my, like, sparks from my face. But tips. I love I William Blake. That, but yes. Um
0: Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what people probably know. But, um, so yeah, but I am open to, to reading stuff and listening to stuff. Just because I'm not like sure. Ooh, super into it doesn't mean no. it's no, like people no, I know. I it's know. like people who people like who may not like science fiction. That's fine. Yeah. Just be open to it. Yeah, I was just saying I'm not a ginormous science fiction fan,
1: although there is science fiction that I've read that I love. All and right. I forget that I think I probably make the mistake that a lot of people make that when you think science fiction you you think aliens spaceships. and spaces, spaceships and that's not that's it. That's not it. No, that's not it's, it. It's it's really great. I mean that's some of it, but that's Yeah, not it's it. a gru- it's a huge it's yeah. a
0: huge genre. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll talk to Stephanie later, but in the meantime, what do we got? We book have news. book news. So so
1: Stephanie is not the only one out with a new with her first book of poetry. Actress Bella Thorne Who? is out <laughs> Actress Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. So Bella Thorne. I'm so old. You are so old. Bella Thorne was. She's a Disney kid. So she was on. She was on Shake It Up with Zendaya, who let me just say is one of the most beautiful women in the world. She's so cute. She's so beautiful. But anyway, so and I love her
0: name Zendaya. Zendaya,
1: Um, or maybe or is it Zendaya? I don't. I don't know. I think it's Zendaya. Um, but anyway, she was on that. She was also in the movie Blended with Adam Sandler. She was one of the daughters in Adam Sandler movie, which I like that movie, with Drew Barrymore. Um, and she was in – what the heck else she was in? She was in another movie that I knew, and I was like, oh, that's her. <laughs> um, I know. Oh. Well, because I, I wasn't sure who she was either. What was the other movie she was in? It'll come to me. She was in another movie. But anyway, I think it's interesting. So she's written this book of poetry. The poems are personal, they're about um, personal struggles, depression, relationships, having dyslexia, sexual abuse. I mean, she has put it all out How old is this girl? Out there. She's 21.
0: 21.
1: She has sort of put it all she's out there. She's had a whole life. What I thought was sort of interesting amusing to me for some reason is that she has dated a lot of the poems and she's dated them so people can chart her growth. They can chart her healing. Oh. I feel like that's like a literary selfie. I feel like that's just like Look because I, yeah, I know the world is going to be dying to know how I'm doing. And I know that even when it comes out of my mouth, I know it sounds harsh. <laughs> Sorry. <gasps> if but you listen to reason, another one
0: of our podcasts, Chris is going to like do the bad review. <laughs> but I feel like, I just feel like it's she's just... She's about to bad review it. No, I haven't Bella read Thorne. it. I
1: have not read it. I should say that I have not read it. So it's. I'm sure it's lovely, wonderful, beautiful. It is kind of odd. But I just find it odd. And this social media look at me kind of, you know, what we're doing. She's 21. But she then again, she's 21. You know, so... Yeah. She is in that sort it does of twenty ones are at me. yeah, and twenty ones are twenty one year olds. I think are, kind are of like that. Are that but age. you know what? She put it out there. She's sharing it with the world, and in a way that that is brave and awesome too. That she is. I think poetry is putting yourself I'll out there the on world. such I a love different my shoes. level.
0: I, I don't like I, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> my I, shoes. no, I mean i i I think I think it's great like that people will share, but I I don't know. Sometimes I think like people who are on TV, and I don't care what they have to say. I, don't. I know
1: is it well a lot of times they'll be like I share I'm sharing my story because I want people to know that they're not alone I'm like okay well I well, didn't they're not think alone to begin with I, <laughs> I mean know. and it's just like no I feel like you're sharing your story just to share your story
0: right like I mean I'll, <laughs> which
1: I'll, is fine you <laughs> know me. I mean
0: I've read biographies of famous people and they're interesting but then when fam- certain famous people will put stuff out and you're like that it, it is very much look at me look mm. at me I have a problem I'm like I don't care yeah. I, I don't care. I have my own problems. There is a way of being
1: inspirational.
0: Yes. And then there's a way of being flashy. Yeah. So you exactly. feel like this is not inspirational, but this and I shouldn't, flash. I didn't say, it. yeah, oh, I yeah. shouldn't
1: say that because I have not read it and I apologize. I will say that I love the name of it. The name of her book is the life of a wannabe mogul mental disarray volume one. I just think that's a great title. That's a great title. <laughs> it's a great title. a great title. Um, so I, and I, and I, and it's probably wrong of me to. It's just the way she presented it. That's what I find amusing. I mean, the poems could be fabulous, and I will pick it up. I will look at it, right. you know, just because I'm interested. Now I'm you'll interested. Have to, yeah, now you'll have to see. Come back she, and say, she's and, good. She got my you'll attention. You'll have
0: to come back and say, you know, I liked it or you're right, or I didn't like it. So what's your? I don't have topic related. Okay, book I have one
1: other topic related one if you want because okay. it's just. Makes well, me laugh. I
0: have book news. I just oh, okay. don't. I just don't have topic related. Okay. Book news. so you go ahead. <laughs>
1: no, well, this one just makes <laughs> me laugh. So New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu has abandoned his pick for state poet laureate after facing backlash over his choice of a candidate in the selection process. Who did he pick? So typically... Um, the Poetry Council, I think it's the State Poetry Council. Typically, they will pick someone. They will put that I didn't name even know forward. There was a State Poetry oh, Council. Yeah. Well, this is New Hampshire. New but, Hampshire. Uh, but I'm sure Massachusetts. Massachusetts is too. They probably have Ma- one too. Massachusetts a poet laureate. So typically, they will pick someone, and they will. What is it? Society of New Hampshire. Sorry, Poetry Society of New Hampshire. Typically, they will pick someone and put it forward, and the governor says, "Fabulous, that's our poet laureate." <gasps> this time, he was like, <laughs> "Not so fast." Um, instead, of choo- instead of choosing Jennifer Militello, Mil- I'm sorry, no, I'm probably no, not pronouncing your name correctly, um, he picked his own nominee, Daniel Thomas Moran. Moran has been criticized for his lack of connection to the poetry community and for publishing a, sex- a sexually aggressive poem about Condoleezza Rice.
0: That's bizarre. How bizarre is that? In this that? age of the Me Too movement, this is the guy he goes for. Exactly, <laughs>
1: exactly. A sexually suggestive poem about Condoleezza Rice. What is up with that? And this is who? Yeah, this is who Kristen Nunu picks. Yeah, I couldn't. And and I haven't read the poem. Kristen Nunu, what are you thinking? Yeah, seriously,
0: seriously. Hashtag Chris and Nunu. What, are, what you th- are you thinking?
1: So anyway, yeah, I had to share that because I just that was too bizarre for me not to share.
0: That is crazy yeah. weirdness. It is
1: crazy weird. Just go, <laughs> no. stay out of it. Just, yeah, just, yeah. just go with the Poetry Society. Just like okay, <laughs> okay,
0: the Poetry Society probably knows what they're talking yeah, about. Exactly. You don't, so, yeah. unless you are Maya I, Angelou. <laughs> Shut up, because I am guessing that Chris Nunu is not a big poetry reader, no. and judging from who he picked probably was like... this
1: taste s- in poetry Maybe It be could be like
0: somebody just gave it to him and be like, dude, check this out. This is who you should go with. <laughs> I'm hoping.
1: I hope so. Crazy. Yeah.
0: Okay. So what's your book news? Mine I'm not sorry. Not good. So I was... I, this caught my attention because it was in the New York Times. Not that I'm reading the New York Times, but it just caught ah. my attention. It was... It's the headline that caught me. So we've been talking a lot about headlines and how to write headlines in our newsroom. <sighs> mm-hmm. And this just caught me. So this is what... It, this is the headline. A library thrives quietly In one of Pakistan's gun markets.
1: Hey, libraries are thriving everywhere. (laughs) In a gun market. That's a good headline.
0: So there's this place in Pakistan called Dara Adam Kel. And it's like a tribal district. It's like west of Islamabad. (laughs) And it's no this is what it's known for. It's sprawling weapons bazaar. So you walk through it and there are people (gasps) making weapons. There's weapons and stuff and all this. It's this crazy See, there's
1: just flea markets for everybody.
0: So this guy, Raj Muhammad, is his name, and he is from there. And his father is he makes weapons. Okay, so his father is a maker of weapons. Okay. So near his father's gun shop. He decided, I'm going to open a library.
1: Because, you know, not everybody wants to follow in their dad's footsteps.
0: Well, he opened it. Herbie he wanted said, to be
1: a dentist. He said he know.
0: opened it as a weapon, as a as a weapon, as a labor of love to get a message to the area and the wider world. And he said, I love this. I put books on the top of the gun market, making them superior to guns. This is my step for peace. I like that. Isn't that cute? Like, yeah. so he, he's earned, so, like... So
1: what books does he sell, I wonder?
0: I don't know. It's, like, 20... He's got, like, 2,500 books. It's become, like, super popular. Like, people in the gun market, like, can you imagine the gun runners? They're, like, out there, like, oh, let me, well, let me check... you know, they might read. they probably
1: got time in their hands waiting for shipments to come in and go out, you
0: know? So you know, people are just, like, drawn to this thing. And they are reading these wonderful books that this man has set up, and he is just... I think gangsters
1: get a bad rap just because, you know, they're...
0: He's not a gangster. No, no, no.
1: But, like, you know, people maybe that are in there that are buying and selling weapons that maybe are, you know, they think they're uneducated. They don't read.
0: Why don't, you know, they get a bad rap? Yeah. I mean, (sighs) it says that, you know, Pakistan's literacy rate is like 58% among adults. Wow. um, So, which is not quite a lot. And, you know, the Pakistan public library system apparently is a problem. I, I could see where that would be a problem. Um, people, I think somebody said recently that, in, was it Christina? Our intern told us that um, people in England oh, yeah. don't bother. No, libraries, libraries they are like, going down. They basically buy stuff. Yeah. But um, I I did see it's at the end of the article, because I knew Chris was going to ask, like, what's the most popular book? Like, of what course. are we taking out? <laughs> it's called The Pathans, Sir Olaf Caro, 1958 History of the Pashtun Ethnic Group. Wow. That is the most popular book that is being taken out of that 2,500 books. Wow. I love this story. Yeah, I'm like, it is Here's great. Here's this guy. It's a step for peace. Who and was sent words. somewhere else to like, you know, get his master's and he comes back. And instead of like practicing his stuff at his father's gun shop in the world's most crazy gun bazaar, he, he opens, opens a, a library. That's awesome. And I people come it. and people are coming and people in use it. and they're using it. That's
1: what's awesome is people are using it.
0: I love that story.
1: That is a great story. That's a great story, right? That I'm is a
0: good story. I'm like, yes, libraries can thrive anywhere, people. Yes, they can. Check out your local library. Yes,
1: check out your local library. They are so worth the time and the effort and they are so fabulous. They're amazing.
0: They are. So Chris Stevens, what are you reading now?
1: Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing I was reading before.
0: (laughs) Just still through it. Okay, so I think on our last podcast, I was talking about how I didn't. I really had to take a break from what I was reading, and so I decided to go into the stacks of my stacks of stuff. I know that's
1: it. I get overwhelmed sometimes. I'm like, I don't know what to read. I have too much stuff to read.
0: Well, I decided it's summer and it's nice out, so I went and I looked through my stacks and I went back into my collection of Chris Grabenstein. He has a series that he, a mystery series and he, most people know him as a YA writer now because he had a sort of switch oh, from, okay. from like adult books to and he, he was writing this series about a guy named John Seepak and his partner Danny Boyle and it, it starts out in uh, the character arriving at a place called Sea Haven, New Jersey, which is supposedly on the Jersey Shore. It's not a real place, first of all, but it's like one of those beach communities where yep. they have, you know, the boardwalk and the beach and the tourists and the stuff. And I'm sure people would understand that in our coastal communities. And so this guy, CPAC, arrives and he's like, by the book. He's a former MP, he's got a code he lives by, he is like very straight laced, he's an Iraqi. Veteran, and then here's his partner, Danny Boyle, who grew up there, and he's kind of laid back, and he's like a summer cop. He's Danny kinda, Boyle, yeah, and I love him. He's it's told in first person, and I just love these. And you can pick up the first one. It is called Tilt a Whirl. All the books are named after boardwalk rides or board rock, boardwalk games. So I just picked up Mind Scrambler, and it's it's so much fun. They're so much fun. They're like very quick read the um i'd say the dialogue is really fun they're just fun to read
1: that's why i thought danny boyle is the <laughs> danny boyle is a producer director screenwriter i was like is not the guy that did slumdog millionaires it is <laughs> he's not in the book so anyway sorry just when you're like danny boyle i know that
0: he's not name. in the book <laughs> now but it's a it's a fun read it's a fun summer read and i i, I think i like i think i only have like four ch- i was sitting up last night going You know, it's a nice warm night and my whole family was like went to bed early. So I was up until like midnight. I was like, just one more chapter. Just one more. So I'm going to finish that. Well, I'm like you. They're like fun. I like to read summer things. I'm taking a bit of a
1: break. I have a problem where for some reason I either read magazines or I read books. I can't read magazines while I'm reading books. I don't know why. <laughs> I just don't. So once I sort of get in this jag of reading magazines, I'm like, okay, now I'm like reading all of these magazines You're gonna that catch I have. Up. Yeah. So I picked up, a. It, it's actually an old time magazine. Um, I think it came out, I want to say like February or something. It's this year. It's just an old one. <laughs> We're in the current but, um, year at least. Yeah, <laughs> it's the current year at least. I did. I stole it from a waiting room, but I, I stole it with permission. I suppose, I suppose so. I didn't really steal it. I asked them if I could have it. They said yes. And they said yes. What are we um, going to keep it for? It was a Time magazine with uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. was on the cover. Oh. um, It was about the series ending of V, but it was just an interview with her and it was a really good interview. And also gives like, the, oh, I should bring it in because it has um, little sidebars. One of them is uh, from different writers. Their top five: what they think are the top five funny, funniest movies, top five funniest books, oh, top yeah, five that'd be funniest fun. whatever. So, I'll, yeah, I just thought of it. I'll bring it in so we can see what the books are. So,
0: I guess if I read magazines, I'm, if I read entertainment magazines or stuff like that, I always turn to the book reviews first. Yeah, and they're always weird. Like I love Entertainment Weekly. And I would always flip to the book page first. And I'd be like, why do they, they always pick the same sort of books? Like, there are other genres.
1: I think People Magazine, I, I like their book reviews. They do a good job. You just
0: pick different things. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be the same darn thing over yeah. and over again. But, yeah. So. So nice. Sometimes you just need a break. Yeah. Trust.
1: So I've been reading that. And, and I just got the new Rolling Stone with Halsey on the cover. So okay, I have, I have to ask that. you a question. though.
0: Do you. Okay. Do you. Some people do this. and I, Okay. I'm not saying that I do it. But sometimes I want to. <laughs> um. Do you sometimes tailor your, your book? Like, you know, it's, it's Christmas. I'm going to find me a Christmas book. I always read a Christmas book. Yeah. I,
1: for that, I mean that specifically, I don't necessarily like, I don't read summer books in the summer or winter books in the winter. Not necessarily, but I do like a good Christmas story. And that is like, Christmas is so crazy because all of my family lives out of town. So I'm wrap, I'm trying to shop, wrap and and get stuff in the mail you know there's not a lot of people. it's usually a skeleton crew around the office and because my family lives out of town, I almost always work last year was the first year ever that I took Christmas off ever I've always worked on Christmas, wow. yeah and so so there's usually work is usually crazy. so my present to myself is like right after Thanksgiving, I will go and buy a Christmas theme book and that's and I read, oh, very cool. I read the book that's my present to myself
0: <laughs> I usually try to do that I mean I the the book that I was reading was very like snow based and winter and I'm like, but it's so nice that I'd really just want to read something fun. (laughs) I mean, I do sometimes and I do, I
1: think I probably do probably read lighter fare in the summer. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like,
0: I just want to read, I wanted to read something that was that it was, it was getting a little heavy and dark and I thought I really just want to, it's like, there were four main characters. We've already erased two of them from existence. I'm like, wow, okay. I need to seriously like read something lighter. So I did just
1: read a book that was lighter. I'll have to bring it in because the name has totally escaped me, but it was cute. It was fun.
0: I love potato chip books. I call them like the ones where you just like you'll read three or four of them in a row. Yeah. You'll be like, I, I love the series. So yeah. I mean I know that Chris Grabenstein is no longer writing the CPAC books because he's moved on to like children's books or YA books and so I slowly like, I know I'm like, I have four left. <laughs> I have four left. She's
1: like, yeah, I did. I'm like, I'm so
0: close to the very end of mind scramble that I'm trying to figure out. Do I really, can I squeeze in another one? Can I, can I squeeze it in? And then I won't feel guilty. Cause I'll wait till next year, like next summer. Do the to other one? The other one? Yeah. That's so
1: funny. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll find out. And I will bring in the list of funny books that they thought was the funniest books. Cool. And, um, Although I will say I did not agree with them at all on their five funniest TV shows, Hmm. I was like, "Really? That's what you picked?" Yeah.
0: Hmm."
1: So So, we'll have that debate next time.
0: (laughs) I know. So let's 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 stop now and and get to Stephanie.
1: (laughs) Yes, and so um, hang out there. We'll be right back, and we will have Gloucester poet extraordinaire Stephanie Stephanie Strauss with us. Can't wait. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Book Nation. I'm Chris Stevens.
0: I'm Nell Coakley.
1: And we are here today with our very special guest. Today we are going to talk poetry with local poet and first first time published author, right, yes. Stephanie Strauss from Gloucester.
0: She's nineteen. I know. She's published a book. I know. What have we done?
1: <laughs> uh, clearly, we have done nothing with our lives.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're all. We could write a book.
1: Yeah, I always say we could write we a could book. We could write a book. We don't. We don't.
0: I have. It's nowhere, That's actually... but I think it's so cool that Stephanie is like 19 and she has written a poetry, a book about her poetry, which is very cool. And
1: I like the title, Hopscotch Brain. Thank you. That's a great title.
0: How did you come up with the title? So it actually came from one of
2: the poems in the book. Uh, it's called Hopscotch Brain, mm-hmm. and I felt like it summarized the contents uh, pretty well. It, um, it was a bit of a run-on poem.
1: I noticed that it's all one sentence, right? Yeah, yeah. so
2: I do that a lot, uh, partly because I have ADHD, and letting my thoughts flow that freely uh, is very therapeutic for me, and a lot of people seem to like that, um, that non-stop kind of okay. flow, because it gives a different uh, feel to the poem. Yeah, and it, it definitely does. Yeah. It gives
1: almost... I don't want to say a rap version, but you are. You're just sort of going. Yeah, and
2: I try not to edit those ones too much. I try to leave in the errors, and I obviously don't use any grammar because I feel like it just gives it that whole uh, sense of, like, I need to get this out. And so I I had an artist uh, sketch this idea. I had the idea in my head. Um, Like a lot of the poems in here, I had ideas for them, but I didn't know how to orchestrate the art. So I talk to uh, a lot of people on my social media account on Instagram. Um, and they were willing to do this for free. Wow, and, that's awesome. Yeah, all that's of it. so cool. I love the cover. Yeah. The
1: cover's really cute. Yeah, it reminds um, me, it's very Shel Severstein, I think.
2: They're, yeah, they're no, I, I didn't even think of that, but yeah, I really liked <laughs> him growing up, so I was very pleased with all the work that these amazing people did, and hopefully uh, if this becomes more successful, or even if it doesn't, I would like to pay them at least some money for their how contributions. Did
0: you, how did you decide, I mean, a lot of people write poetry. It's a sure. very thing to do. Um, but how did you decide, you know what, the, this is good. Like, I'm going I'm to put this in a book format. Like, did your parents inspire you? Who, did, who sort of was behind that?
2: So growing up, uh, I talked about it a little in the beginning, but I would always be writing. I would always be making these little books out of, like, leather samples. My dad would bring home from his job. He doesn't work there anymore, but um, he would bring them home, and I'd staple them together. I'd just make all these different... How
0: cool
1: books. Is that? Books, and I... Well, it reminded me, you said something about folding uneven the paper. Yeah. Because my mom would do that for me. I did the same thing when I was little. Oh, my god. Yeah, she really? would fold it over and staple it and say, all
0: right, write me a book. Yeah, yeah make, no. Me, uh, make me a book of poetry or something. Yeah. I, um, my daughter does that with, like, she makes comic books. That's what she does. That's she'll what make, I used do to yeah. do.
2: Yeah, I had a little series. I mentioned it in the beginning called... Uh, The Adventures of Super Pig. Super Pig. Yeah. And so it started out like that. And I guess when I was younger, people would always be like, oh, like she's so creative. And they'd like, you know, like inspire me to continue because I was getting praise for it. But as I got older, I realized, hey, I don't necessarily care about that praise. I mean, I published a book and I'm charging money for it, so I care to some extent, but um, <laughs> I... Okay, <laughs> I, I, <get> <laughs> I um, no, I, I started using it more as a coping mechanism, and it started to get more, um, more important to me, more intimate. Um, the more I would read, the more I would write, the stronger my writing would grow, and eventually I started sharing it with people. Um, I started my... Instagram, Drive Straight Ahead Swift, I started that. See, that's yeah. what
1: gets me. You started putting this out on Instagram. Yeah. That's brave. Yeah, I mean, Thank back you. in the day, you, if you wanted to get your poetry out there, you sent it out to publishers mm-hmm. and maybe they would publish it or maybe they wouldn't.
0: And I feel like that... Wouldn't you go to like a slam... Well, set up, I don't know. I don't. Not in my I don't day. Know. <laughs> you might
1: now. You would, and and uh, you know, but not when I was. They didn't even have poetry slams when I was. I'm old.
0: <laughs> Hello, like the '60s were all
1: about poetry. Well, if they had them, they didn't. I don't know where they were. Like my school didn't have them. Now schools have them, so they kind of get you into them that way.
0: Schools actually have that. Is it poetry out loud? They they make you do it. They make you do it now. Yeah. Like they they make you do a poem. Um, yeah. Okay. She's looking at me funny. Yeah. But yeah, they do. They make you do poetry, poetry out that's loud. Great. Huh?
1: But but still, I mean, and that was nerve wracking enough to think, oh my god, it might be in an anthology somewhere and or a magazine, and somebody's going to see it. But you put it out on Instagram. That's brave because as you as everybody knows, people in social media can be horrible. Yes. Um, um. So I thought that was particularly brave that you did that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did that happen to you? somebody Did you get no, like people? Um,
2: very fortunately actually nobody said anything like that that's and good and yeah I was very <laughs> thankful about that but no I started this account as um as a fan page uh if you will for a singer Taylor Swift uh, she really inspired I me her. I love her so much just saw
1: her commercial this morning for the first time so oh my
2: god yeah she's she's amazing yeah. yeah but um I started that as a way to like
1: she's I don't know. in a commercial oh she's in a what yeah. one um, I knew you were going to ask me, now I can't remember what it was. But it's so cute because she's like, she she is working like at a soda, a soda fountain, and she like makes this soda, uh, she puts all the whipped cream on top, and it all falls off, and they just look at her. And she just, she looks up at the girls that are sitting there, and she's like, Sorry, and they realize it's her, and they're like, "Oh my God, it's Taylor Swift!" And so she's in all these different sort of situations where she sort of screws up, but then they realize it's Taylor Swift, and they don't care. It's a very cute commercial. <laughs> I can't remember really, that. I can't remember what yeah. it is. Isn't that awful? See, I know it's Taylor Swift, but I can't remember what it's for. <laughs> yeah. I just saw it this morning for the first time. Yeah, no,
2: I've I've never seen anyway. that, and I'm pretty on top of her her stuff. But um, now I'm gonna have to
1: look it up. Yeah, she's she's Talk so good. Yourself.
2: But um, drive straight ahead. Swift started out as that um a way to connect with people, a way to. Uh, make some more friends, because I didn't have a lot of friends uh, in real life, I guess you would say. So uh, I, was, I made a bunch of lifelong friends on there, and they're in the um, the dedications, actually, uh, especially Mackenzie. She's from North Carolina, one of my best friends for the past five years. Uh, she's supported me through everything, especially my writing.
0: Isn't social media amazing? I mean, it really you is. meet people across the country or the world, and they can be... Like, my, my daughter's best friend... Mm-hmm is from Pennsylvania and oh, they wow. they've been friends since they were in middle school and they just sort of happened to like you know meet on like this board of something that they were both fans of and they have been friends through the entire like middle school and high yeah. school
2: it's so it's so funny yeah and especially since I've never met the majority of these people, especially the one I've been friends with for for five years. So I have maintained that bond, but also back to the poetry, uh, the question that you asked, you can tell I have ADHD. Um, (laughs) You You
0: brought that right back. We all do too, though.
2: Um, And uh, yeah, so back to that, um, I started sharing a little bit more about my life on there, and I started to gain uh, more followers for sharing not just about Taylor Swift, but about me. So I was like, hey like these people are starting to follow for me and not entirely just for Taylor Swift. So that felt really good. Well, yeah, and Yeah, I was, yeah, it it was cool. like, oh, like, cool. So and I, I was like, hey, guys, would you be interested in, like, if I po- showed you, like, a piece of my work? And a lot of people were like, yeah. And some people were like, eh, I'm not really interested to stick to Taylor Swift. I was like, okay, well, the majority said go for it. So I did, and the response I got over time was very overwhelmingly positive and I was very proud of that and so I would continue to post poems on there. I'd continue to post um, just like little tidbits of things I'd written and eventually people were like, hey, can you please put this into like its own account? So that's how I made Drive Straight Ahead Poems. Um, Yeah, thank you. It's actually uh, Drive Straight Ahead Swift came from a lyric from a Taylor Swift song Um, and then Drive Straight Ahead Poems just kind of came out of that because it was like, here's this account, but now it's a poetry account. (laughs) So I made those two separate accounts. And uh, yeah, the more I started to share, uh, the braver I got. um, And I eventually, yeah, the more confident I got. And I I eventually, yeah, I eventually started to share it um, at my college. I did a few poetry slams. I won a contest for um, one of my slam poems, uh, the one called How to... How to explain ADHD to someone who doesn't have ADHD. <laughs> um, I think that's the title. It's a very long title, um, but it's it's another one of those kind of run-on poems, um, and it was my first time ever uh, reading a poem in front of people.
1: How is that? was that? It, it was
2: terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I have a lot of um, anxiety. I always have, um, and I practiced for the weeks leading up to it, and I got up there and I saw all these people I mean my school isn't huge uh, it's maybe like 800 people. Where do you go to school? Unity College in Unity Maine. Okay. Yeah uh, well Probably seven hundred, close to eight hundred people, but there are only so many people in that room. Maybe like a hundred, and that's a lot for me just going up yeah, there. and that's a lot in like, general. I right? was just, I was like, sh- I was shaking, but I read it and I read it really clearly. I have a video of it my friend took, and you could see like how much I'm shaking. But the um,
1: but you did it. Yeah.
2: The point is, I did it, and yeah. that gave me um, more confidence. Just kept going off of that, and the fact that the uh, the judges. Um, There were, like, faculty. It wasn't, like, a huge contest, but it was a talent show. So there were people singing, people dancing. I was the only one doing poetry. Cool. Um, And they they didn't, like, categorize it by anything. They just said, like, oh, the judges write a number on the thing. They raise it up. They tell you what you thought. Um I came in second Yay. out of 3 people which was really cool to me because my friend who had gone before me just did this amazing dance and I was like okay like I can see her winning first place I can see this person playing Africa on uh, an accordion winning <laughs> the popularity the whole, like, of that song I, right I now? don't I don't know everyone loves that song but I was like okay like I I did my thing like that's enough for me and then they were like First place, Emily. I was like, okay, yeah, that's my friend. I'm really proud of her. I'm happy for her. She deserves it. And then they said second place. So I was getting ready to clap for the, the
0: <laughs> Africa <laughs> whoever, that whoever that is. That, but, yeah, I was
2: like, yeah, like that was amazing. That was so cool. It's probably like one of the best things I've ever seen. And they were like Stephanie Strauss, and I was like because I, did, I didn't yeah. i didn't want to go back up do? there <laughs> yeah. i was like are you sure and, yeah. and i went up and i won an amazon gift card for 50 dollars. Cool. so i was like okay this is a reward system here like this is gonna, <laughs> this is gonna encourage she's me she's
0: like gonna be famous
2: <laughs> no but um you know the the thing about uh this book is um a lot of people are like oh like you're gonna be like famous or you're gonna like what if you don't make it big and you put all this work into this?
1: It's poetry. Unless you're Maya yeah. Angelou, nobody really makes it big.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing, like and all those people are dead,
0: aren't they? Like those big <laughs> they're famous poets. Yeah.
2: yeah, no. Um that's the thing about poetry and my writing. I don't necessarily care to make it big. I just wanna be heard. Um I just wanna make people that's feel awesome, less alone. Right? And I think yeah. that's a,
1: a lot of what poetry I think that's a lot of what poetry is. It's just putting your voice out there yeah. like
2: i'd love to be on ellen she's awesome but i don't think i'm gonna make it that far
0: hey never you say never, never know dear yeah. ellen dear ellen <laughs> yeah. okay exactly I, this is this is a funny story that my daughter told me recently okay do you know you probably do i don't know if chris does but do you know 21 pilots the group yes I okay so, yes yeah, she does do you know them chris yes. okay so i saw this thing and they were at was it they were at the grammys and they they win they win like some big grammy thing and they take off their pants and they go on stage. So they're I standing there. They're, okay, she knows they're standing there in their underwear, and they're like, "Why are we in our underwear?" So they tell the story that once upon a time, when they were just sort of starting out, they were sitting around in their underwear watching the Grammys, and they were like, "Hey, you know what? If we ever get rich and famous, if we ever do anything, we win a Grammy, we're gonna be like in our underwear." And they just sort of did it like they just said it like. But once when they got their award, they were really like heartfelt, and they were like, "This proves that anybody." Can do anything when they put their minds to it so for you you know for you to say well maybe we don't know that we could chris and i could be sitting around when we're like okay a few years more yeah and we're gonna be like watching ellen one day and we're like oh my god we had her on our podcast she'll
1: never come on our podcast again now she's famous now she's (laughs) famous she'll
0: but so you know i think that's i think it's awesome i think you just do what you do i mean it's so cool like she's 19 and Mm -hmm. she's got a book It's her poetry yeah. which is hard to do, I think. For me, it is. So who are who are your favorite poets? Who do you read? Oh,
2: my gosh. I have a whole list, and it's probably just going to go right <laughs> over my head when I try to think of them. Pressure. But no, um That's why I take
1: notes. Yeah, Amanda
2: Amanda Lovelace. <laughs> okay, uh, which I have one huge of favorite
1: I've just sort of discovered her myself. Yeah, she, yeah her she's, stuff is fun. She's and...
2: amazing, yeah. Um, and I've talked to her a few times on Instagram. She's oh, very wow. interactive, yeah. Cool. Uh, Courtney Peppernell, author of uh, Pillow Thoughts. Um, and The Road Between, uh, she is just, she's, wow. I, I am at a loss for words when it comes to her work. Um, and actually, when I put my ebook book online, um, I categorized it a few different ways, and one of the categories was uh, gay and lesbian poetry, or LGBTQ poetry, and in that category, I was above her book, I was at number one, and she's a best-selling author, so that was like crazy. I was like, "Is this a glitch?" And I kept refreshing, and I asked my <laughs> friends to to check. So that was just like a like a rush for me. But wow. um, yeah, no, definitely a big fan of her. Uh, Courtney Pepper Peppernell, Amanda Lovelace, uh, gosh, Trista Mater. Uh, she wrote Honeybee. Um, she has. Obviously, other books, but Honeybee's the one that I love the most. Nice. I think.
0: How about the old dead people? Any, oh yeah, <laughs> any I like, I like old, the old dead people? I like the old dead people. <laughs> no. Um, so,
2: <laughs> as much as I admire uh, older poetry and the way they kind of pave the road for us, I am much more inclined to read modern poetry. Probably Why? because, um, well, I relate to it more. It's easier for me to read, Ooh. and. <laughs>
1: She's I was gonna 19. Say the idea, no, the idea that you... That's when I was getting into Sylvia Plath. That was when she... I loved her. Um, yeah, I was just saying the idea... Don't think that you don't relate to it necessarily. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. I definitely have given them a chance. I've given them a chance, and I think it's important to veer outside of your comfort zone, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to reading, comes to writing. Um, so I've, I've read a little bit of Sylvia Plath. I've read... Um, a little bit of *The Bell Jar*, which obviously isn't a poetry book, but um,
1: no, but it's
2: it's really pretty. But yep. I couldn't I couldn't get fully invested in it. Um, same with I think it's Charles Bukowski. Yeah, yeah, I um my friend's a huge fan of him, and I tried reading some of his stuff, and it was just very hard for me.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it's I feel like it's almost un-American to say that I'm not a huge Jack Kerouac fan. Um, I don't know who that is. Okay. I, I wish yeah, I could say young, I did. So, but he is local. Could he you is from Did just say Lawrence, you know uh, who he was? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, but everybody, if Will were here, too bad Will wasn't here because he is also he here. He would have had a all- heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I know what that I know what that's like. And there's a there's a lot of, of yeah, poetry, older poetry, older poets, dead poets as you like to say, that mm-hmm. that I'm not particularly fans of. But yeah, I would just say don't don't rule it out. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, Always be open. Um, yeah, I love well I, and I was saying earlier one of my I um i'm a huge sylvia plath fan i'm a huge john dunn fan um no man which is, is an
0: island unto himself john mm, dunn yeah
1: <laughs> that's not my favorite but yes
0: i have heard um, of that love, line okay so yeah. she's, she's she's i'm not least, completely under the rock
1: no 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 what yeah. i wouldn't think you are robert
0: blake i love <gasps> uh well love yeah. not so much i like william blake uh, william About blake the sorry. center holding yes yeah. william, blake, william blake was my favorite uh, poet Next to Shel Silverstein. Yes, yeah, so I do love Shel Silverstein. I love Shel Silverstein. But uh,
1: a couple of years ago, Carolyn Kennedy put together a book, um, She Walks in Beauty. It's a woman's journey through poems. And, and I know it's easy to just go, you know, Carolyn Kennedy, she's got plenty of time to do that, whatever. But it is just some of the most beautiful poems. And it is, some of them are modern, and, but it has, the old, it has the old favorites. It has The Passionate Shepherd to His Love, which I first read in college. Um, and then there's actually a response to that, which is really funny that somebody wrote years later. Um, she walks in beauty, like a night, by, oh. uh, yeah, Lord Byron.
0: Lord Byron, which is a very beautiful. It is a. It, it yeah. is beautiful. It's a classic. Yep. Um, they make you read that in school. Did they make you read that in school? Read what? This book. Uh, no, no. Um, she walks in beauty. She like walks the night. in
2: beauty. No, I. Never what are you studying was. in school? In school, I'm at Unity College for captive wildlife care and education. So, oh, cool. yeah, basically, I tell people it's uh, it's like a zoology
0: related course.
1: We could have you on Wendell in the Wild too. Ooh. I know that would be like. <laughs> Sorry, fun. that's another podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell people about that. Stop it. <laughs> uh,
1: Margaret Atwood though is in here also, oh, yeah. which Margaret Atwood is very cool.
0: You should. Oh, you pick should that it up. It, it looks yeah. like it's got like a, a good smattering.
1: Um, but actually one of my favorite poets is A. a. Milne.
0: <laughs> how old is this book? Po- okay. We have to take a picture for our my childhood for our Facebook. This is mine. Because Chris has like this childhood AA a. Milne yellowed falling apart copy of when we were very young. <laughs> it was seventy five cents. That tells you how old I am. Um, oh my God.
1: I know. <laughs> right? Because they still sell these books, by She the way. literally
0: just said, wow. I
1: <laughs>
2: know. I, I meant the book. Edit that true. out. It's no, <laughs> true.
1: <that. laughs> no? I'm joking. True. I'm not going to So this comes, anybody that loves Winnie the Pooh knows that this comes in a four-book box, uh, four book box set. There's When We Were Young. Um, I don't when remember. When We Were There's, Six. Yeah, when uh, We Were yes. Like Whatever. Yes. yes when yeah. We Were Four. How's yes. the Pooh Corner and yes. what the other one
0: is. We, we have this book. We um, bought this book for my daughter when she was very small because my husband, like you, was read this as a child and Mm -hmm. then when he was oh my god I think he was in fourth or fifth grade um, his class did Alexander Beadle and he was Alexander Beadle and somebody would read it and they would act it out and they did it for all these kids so he has these wonderful memories of this and he would read them to our daughter who had absolutely no interest.
1: I think it's why I love poetry because my mother used to read yeah. This to me, but actually, there's one you talk about, like sometimes,
0: and I and I get the
1: like not being able to relate and stuff. But one of the things I love. Are you gonna read um, your favorite poem? Yeah, it's one She's of gonna mine. gonna read her favorite poem. I'm excited. Well, I could do George George um, Morrison Weatherby Dupre. I can see I can never say his name. I could almost do this one by heart. My mother used to be able to. James James Morrison Morrison Weatherby George Dupree took great care of his mother, although he was only three. But that's not the one I'm gonna read. Politeness, because this reminds me a little bit of. Some of what, no, of what she wrote. Yeah, I have read some of her poetry. If people ask me, I always tell them, quite well, thank you, I'm very glad to say. If people ask me, I always answer, quite well, thank you, how are you today? I always answer, I always tell them, if they ask me politely. But sometimes, I wish they just wouldn't.
2: <laughs> I like, I like the rhyming, and then all of a sudden it just doesn't. Like, yes. that's that's a very interesting... No,
0: can we... Can we ask Stephanie, as one of the things that we want her to do, would you, um, would, you read, would you read for us? Would you read something that you've done in there that you really love? I yeah, absolutely. Uh, I yay. was actually,
2: as I was looking, like, I, I, like, like, I was like, I got to figure out what one, like, if they ask what I would read. Good. <laughs> um, She's yay. way ahead
1: of us. I know. No, I'm glad she did. I Because like yeah. I hate to put her on the spot, but I was totally going to ask her. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um,
0: now, I always like the, uh, like I said, the silver Silverstein, so I always used to, like, try to memorize them. I,
1: I, was... I used to be able to do Halfway Down, which is also A. E. Milne, and the, and James James, Morrison Morrison, whether it be George Dupree, that one's always fun. Some kind of stuff,
0: like, like sticks in remember, your head, yeah. and I think I think it's always good for kids, especially, to have a well-rounded education, and I think sometimes in school, well, at least when I was in school, maybe when you were in school, they try to push a lot of stuff on you, because they want you to have a well-rounded education, but what they end up doing is killing your possible love of the thing. <laughs> so I took English in high school, and we had a section on poetry. And I, I'll be the first one to admit I'm not a big person of poetry. I like Blake. That was pretty much it. But I had a teacher who would be like cramming it down your throat, and I thought I'm gonna shoot myself in, <laughs> in about five minutes because it was it was torture. But they you know they push, and then maybe that's why I'm not like yeah, it might be. And two, yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah. Our teachers didn't. I mean, we did have poetry, but it wasn't. Did they try to cram it down your throat? No. So we were lucky. There was no, cre- throat, there throat. Was no throat cramming. All right, I'm sorry. So I was I was like buying time while Stephanie was looking up which one she <laughs> <laughs> Thank wanted. Thank you for Stephanie, that. yes. Okay, go ahead. No pressure.
2: All right. So I decided to read Hopscotch Brain, which is the, yeah the title and how I came up with it. It's a poem in the book. So here we go. Everything is too loud, lights, sounds. I can hear every conversation going up and down and sideways. I know what this kid ate for breakfast based on the smell and he is two tables away. Sometimes it is like having superpowers. Other times it is too much, too much everything. I hear spoons clanking in cereal bowls. I see the flicker of the light. Hell, I might even hear a dog whistle. Everything is magnified. I feel like I am watching a movie. No, scratch that, 300 different movies all at the same time with uncertain plots. And I don't know how to make other people understand how hard it is for me to read faces. Because when you say you are fine, I know you are not. But another part of me second guesses because your eyebrows do this thing, but your mouth does another. And when you joke, I cannot laugh because the joke doesn't tickle my ears. It sucker punches my belly and flips my brain upside down until I cannot tell if what is being said to me is malicious or not. I don't have an antivirus wear that works. If I were a fish tank, all the fish in me would be dead because I don't have a filter. I blur everything out. I say embarrassing things that I may or may not mean, but they don't stay in. They don't stay in. Sometimes I feel like I need duct tape for my mouth. Sometimes I just want to shut up, shut up, shut up. But then people laugh, and I like making people I like making people laugh, even if it might be at me, because I love making people happy. So they laugh and they smile and I just keep going. And this is how ADHD is both a blessing and a curse. People love my personality, or so they say, but I know that sometimes I am too much, sometimes I am not that happy-go-lucky person. Sometimes I shut down because too much is going in and my head feels like a laggy computer, too many tabs open anyways. I go off on tangents because nothing stays put, but this is how I feel with my hopscotch brain.
0: That was and amazing. Awesome. That, is that was awesome. amazing. Thank I you. sort of I really felt like like I got a little bit of what I know, what she was saying yeah. about having ADHD. Do you have ADHD? My daughter does. Yes, yeah. So I, I and she has autism, so I know the I know the it's hard for her to explain it, but mm-hmm. that like that gives me a really good sense. That was amazing. Yeah,
2: thank you. And that's my hope when I write about uh, my experiences, whether it be ADHD, anxiety, or depression, I I want to get that um Really get that feeling in there. Really get that explanation as much as I can.
0: I was so into it. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you. No, no, I was impressed. <laughs> I know. Like she's great. Thank so, you. Um, so, Stephanie, we always ask this of our of our guests. But um, so, what are you reading? What 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 tickles your fancy? Like what what other stuff do you read? Is it just poetry? Do you like just poetry? What other stuff sort of like intrigues you? Yeah.
2: So I've primarily read poetry as of lately. Um, I am starting to get back into uh, regular books, if you will. I really like young adult books. Um, Who doesn't?
1: I I do too, actually. I always say that.
2: Yeah, and they kind of get a bad rap uh, because people think like, oh, if you're not a young adult, then why are you reading young adult books? But (laughs) like, yeah, they're they're (laughs) most arguably, I think, the most important uh, voice in literature right now. Um, and have been for a while, but I'm reading, uh, I wish you all the best. Uh, I forget who it's by. I recently got it at the library, but it's about, um, a non-binary person and, uh, their struggles with coming to terms with who they are and, uh, their family, uh, not accepting them.
1: Okay. And so, I think one of the reasons why young adult books are so big now and so important, like Mm -hmm. you said, one of the most important voices is because they're so honest. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, I mean, I love Nancy Drew, but I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't all drive a red convertible and live in a big house and, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I they're just, I, well, I wanted to, but yeah. how many did of us yeah. did? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I just think that they they deal with much more broader themes mm-hmm. and they're much more honest than they ever were before. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. There's
0: also something for everyone. Like, I think I think everybody can find, like you just said, everybody can find a little bit of themselves or something that they can relate to. Mm-hmm in young adult fiction. Absolutely, so yeah. it's not just fiction, science fiction, but they all deal with themes and what people are dealing with, and I think that's awesome because yeah. you can find yourself in there mm-hmm. and relate. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been very enjoyable. I've learned a lot about poetry, modern poetry. Uh-huh. Thank, you for, thank you for educating me, Stephanie.
2: Absolutely.
0: Do you have another book in the works?
2: Uh, so I'm trying to focus on perfecting, if you will. Um, I don't want to say perfecting. I want to say making it as close to how i want it to be okay um but i'm working on that i'm working on uh, making this smaller i mean this is a podcast so people can't see but it's an eight well, by we're gonna ten. put a picture of, yeah, of it yeah it's an eight <laughs> by ten and that is way bigger than yeah. i anticipated uh, i want it to be i think it was a six by nine okay but um yeah so i'm working on that but i'm i'm constantly working I'm constantly writing. Constantly I, writing. Good. I have so many notebooks um, with me almost at all times. I, If I hadn't woken up late this morning, I would have grabbed it.
1: <sighs> I remember those days. I used to be like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, um... Yeah.
1: So I did. Well, now they're all reporter notebooks. Yeah. Now
0: they're all reporter. Before notebooks.
1: they were notebooks for me. I was writing for like you. I was yeah. Writing. I mean, I used to think, especially when I was your age, I would. I was always amazed at people that didn't write. Oh I'm like, God, how yeah. do you get all of that out of your head? I don't know. Honestly. How do you understand it? How do you cope? I guess that's what I would say. It's mm-hmm. sort of. I, I feel like for us, that's our therapy. Yes. Is, Putting it down. Well, That's how we deal. Because it's
0: always interesting when people say to us in general, like, I can't write or I can't do that. How, how do you guys do that? I'm like, huh, it's like breathing. What do you mean? Yeah. Yes, how do oh you not gosh, do it? You not do it. Yeah.
2: So can I say something about that real quick? Sure. Yeah. So when people, I was at the dentist, um, and I mentioned to her, oh, like I just published a poetry book because you know I'm I'm talking to her about my summer, and she's like, oh, like I wish I could write. And a lot of people say that to me. A lot of people mm-hmm. say, I wish I could write, or I wish I had something to write about about um the thing is there is everything to write about but you no. you could write about absolutely anything and i i recently read um don't make art just make something once again i forget the author i'm so sorry i'm so bad about that yeah, too. Don't but about um, don't make art just make something and it talks a lot about how uh, you need to just create you don't need to worry about what it's gonna re-like what it's going to look like, how people are going to interpret it, you need to just do sometimes. And obviously you can go back, you can edit that, you can beat yourself up over it. But the most important thing I think and a lot of people ask me, how do you get better as an author? How do you grow? What is your advice? Um, Just new experiences. Um, You don't have to have a million dollars and be able to travel the world to get these new experiences. Um, It comes in the form of music, books, um, meeting new people, putting yourself in other people's shoes. Being open. Being open, yeah. And Observing. Just being writers
1: honest. Writers
0: right? I was going to say. writers do. Absolutely. They just write.
1: It, it, sounds, it always sounds trite, and whenever I say it, when people ask me that, they'll be like, mm-hmm. well, how do you do it? How do you be a writer? You write. You just do. You sit down. And I got news for you. The first stuff that comes out is not great. Yeah, it no. usually isn't, but you just keep going, mm-hmm. and it gets better, mm-hmm. and you find your voice, absolutely, and you do it. Yeah, and, and even if awesome.
2: even if you think your voice doesn't uh doesn't matter or doesn't deserve to be heard, you are you could not
0: be more wrong. I'm yeah. sorry, but Stephanie has proven that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she really has. Like look at all the Instagram people and you won Thank your you. contest and you're on Book Nation. I mean, <laughs> <Hey. that's good. laughs> You've made it. You've made it. <laughs> Thank you. So where can we find your book? Okay,
2: so it is available on Amazon if you type in Hopscotch Brain, uh, Stephanie Strauss, or you can go to my Instagram account, uh, Drive Straight Ahead Swift, or Drive Straight Ahead Poems. Awesome. And there's a link in the bio. Uh, It's also available on this account, uh, this website called PayHip, um, and you can buy it through Venmo. Um, which is so lots of ways. Yeah, like it's it. a lo- it's available a lot of different awesome. places, and I brought the price down from I think it was twelve fifty yeah. to seven fifty. Okay. Because um, as an ebook, I think that is a fair price. I might even lower it, but um, I think I got a little a little excited when I put it. out. I was like, oh, like how much is this worth? And I I tried to ask people a bajillion dollars. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because it, it is a it is a lot of work. It's a accumulation of. Uh, four to five years of work, sure. But um, I don't want it to be inaccessible, uh, especially since the audience I'm dealing with um, on Instagram. You can do polls and you can do questions. You can have people answer them through your story. Um, and I, I got a lot of people saying they'd be willing to pay this amount or this amount. And I tried to find that balance for them. Great. So yeah, I. That's a big. part She's of like it. a
0: businesswoman too. I know. She's like most people. Like most people, just want to think about the writing. They don't think about the the real, like, logistics of it. And I love that she's thinking about that. Yeah. Don't you? Like, she's like, I'm going to make it as accessible as I can, everybody. Yeah, and I made 750 <laughs> I I love made
2: that. posters. Good um, for you. Yeah, and I, I just printed them out. They're just, like... Regular paper, just like some some have color, some don't, and I wrote on them uh, in Sharpie, make it a little more like, ooh, fun, like this is, <laughs> yeah, so this is local. So I, I put it up in a bunch of uh, stores, anywhere that I could, anywhere that they would allow me to. Um, I handed out little cards to people, and I just tried to spread the word as much as possible because uh, you don't have to be uh, head of a company in order
0: to advertise. Nope. That's this awesome. is not the last we have seen. This is the beginning of a <laughs> magnificent hope so. career from Stephanie. Thank you. I hope so. Thank you so much for yes, coming in and joining us today. thank you for
1: sharing your poetry with us. Thank you for us. having me. And we will be looking for you. We will be looking for you in bookstores everywhere. Thank we you. Will. Very exciting. So, and thank all of you for joining us today
0: at Book Nation. I'm Chris Stevens. I'm Nell Coakley. And don't forget to go to our Facebook. She always forgets. I do. Don't forget <laughs> to go to our Facebook or to um, follow us at Twitter on Twitter at Book Nation Cast. We should start an Instagram account. I know. Actually, I, like, I feel I like really now can. we really do because we're like old and stuff. But yeah, we we're ha- we're uh, as we always say at the end of our podcast: keep reading, keep reading. Thanks.